Okay, so welcome back to The Floor here live at Mavo 2018. I'm now joined by Tom Deere. Tom, how's it going so far? It's going good, man. How are you? I am well. Good. So I sat in your session this morning. Tell me what you're looking to, to get out of a conference like this when you come to present. I come to spare people of all the things that I screwed up. I really do. I really believe in that. Uh, the voiceover industry has been so good to me for such a long time. I would not be a successful voice talent or coach without the amazing community of voice talent that have guided me and helped me and advised me and gave me hugs when I need them and smacks on the butt when I need them. So um, what I want to get out of it is, is knowing that I have been able to even just help one person avoid one mistake or to help one person look at themselves in a slightly different way to be a little bit more forgiving of themselves uh, because we're all alone in these booths we all think our problems are unique and we don't know if we understand the industry or, or ourselves or what to do or what not to do or how often to do it or am I doing this right am I doing this wrong but if I can help validate or affirm even one person to help them know that they deserve to be successful they're on the right track they're gonna make mistakes we all make mistakes, I make mistakes all the time, and I've been doing this for a long time. If they realize that, and they are just that much more set up for success, then, then I, I feel like that my, my time and my presence here has been, has been worth it. That's great. I really resonated with that this morning when you said about your most popular uh, response to your blog is when you talk about your screw-ups. Mm -hmm. I found the exact same thing to be true. Um, my most popular Instagram post, even though I haven't done that many, was one I posted where I got rejected for an audition at 7.05 in the morning from Chicago. 7.05 Eastern Time, which means it was 6.05 there, and I was so bad that the, the program director got back to me that quickly and, <laughs> and said, no, no thanks, and that was hugely popular on Instagram. <laughs> it's funny like that, isn't it? Well, like I said in the class, we admire people for their flaws, not their virtues, and when you say, I made this mistake, especially you know, uh, someone like me or a Johnny Heller or a Joe Cipriano who's been doing this forever, um, when we share, this is how I blew it, people can identify with that. And they go, okay, so I'm not the only person. They are not perfect. You know, Johnny Heller had a first audiobook, 700 audiobooks later. Right. He did the first one. And I bet you it wasn't perfect. And I bet you they're not all perfect. You know what I mean? Because he's a, he's, a, he's a human being. We're all human beings. So, no, I'm glad, I'm glad that resonated with you. Yeah, that's what's great about meeting people at a conference like this. It does humanize the business, especially if it's someone who's just getting started or they may not have even started yet. Maybe they're just researching and they were brave enough to come here. Seeing you humanize yourself, Johnny, Joe, like we talked about, yeah, I think it really helps to, to, get, to get you on the right track. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's the thing about this is that there is no set way to become a successful voice talent. For most people, this is a second, third, fourth career. Uh, they've been fired, laid off, retired. Um, they may have been a DJ or a nurse or a pastor. There's a pastor in there. There's a Marine in there. There's an Air Force pilot in there. And there's no one way to do this right. There's more than one way to be a successful voice talent. So the more that you can find your track or your path, um, and understand that it's not going to be a straight line. It's going to be all over the place. It'll be circuitous, and sometimes it'll have a dead end. And sometimes you got to walk back and start over again, and that's okay. But knowing that, you know, you can find 
more than one way to be effective at this. Because the way I became successful voice talent isn't necessarily going to work for you. And the way that you became a successful voice talent isn't necessarily going to work for me. Well, whether I become a successful voice talent is still up for debate, <laughs> but we're working on it. So you mentioned a pastor. Uh, would you agree that it makes sense to bring your past lives or your past experiences to your voiceover business? I don't see how you can't. You know, you are who you are your experiences. You're the aggregate of everything that's happened to you up to now. So, um, and almost every vocation that you've had, there's some kind of voiceover for it. You know, I mean, if you were in the Marines or in the Air Force, like two of our attendees here today, do you have any idea how many Department of Defense videos there are produced every year? Mm -hmm. Tons of them, tons of them. Um, if you're a pastor and you and you have an inclination for audiobooks, I mean, there are entire publishing companies like eChristian that do nothing but uh, religious and spiritual audiobooks. If you're the nurse, the medical narration and pharma industry is massive. There's tons of content being made every day. So I almost guarantee that whatever you did before you decided to become a voice talent will inform your voiceover career. Yeah, I agree. I actually did an audiobook for a pastor in our, in our local church. He'd written a novel. It was doing really well on Amazon in print. And I asked him to come over, and he did it. He came over last summer, and we did the whole audiobook, and it's been very successful on Audible as well. Nice. And I said to him, actually, I interviewed him on the show as well, and I said to him, you know, if this priest thing doesn't work out, you could probably be an audiobook narrator full-time. <laughs> That's a good transition. Yeah, exactly. Cool. So let's talk about the, the rest of the conference. What are you looking forward to coming up? Um, oh, well, Kari Walgren is going to speak in about 35 minutes or so. She's mm -hmm. our keynote speaker today, and she's going to talk about animation. And um, it's great. She has one of those composite pictures with all the cartoons that she's done. I'm like, ooh, she's been Wonder Woman. Oh, she's been Enchantress. Like, so I, get, I know some of the characters. So I'm excited about that. I'm excited about every single um, class I'm going to pop my head into because I learn something every conference that I go to, whether I'm an attendee or whether I'm a speaker. So um, I'm looking forward to what everything that Johnny Heller's doing, that Celia Siegel's doing. Uh, Joe Cipriano's got a promo workshop. I'm in that on. coming up. Yeah, I've, I, I mean, I've only had one promo under my belt. I'm the voice of Horse and Country TV, U.S. edition. You know, Very so cool. I'd love to do more stuff like that. That was so much fun. Um, but, uh, the, and um, Rachel Naylor's doing uh, a video game workshop. Yep. So, I, you know, I was just in Red Dead Redemption 2. And I heard that. I oh, yes. And Congratulations. I love, that's because I marketed the crap out of it. <laughs> uh, uh, so I'd love to get more work on that level. So that's a great thing. And you're allowed, us as presenters can kind of pop in almost any session. So... I'm looking forward to everything, and I'm going to try to get to as many of them as I can. Well, great. Well, thanks for being here today and talking to us, and I'm looking forward to seeing you at the rest of the conference. Cool. Looking forward to seeing you, too.